failure is the most data rich piece of information that we can ever come across. So do not be afraid to fail. Do not be afraid to try. Do not be afraid to change. Become capable of adaptability. Allow our incredible ability of neuroplasticity to take effect, to change, to do its thing and rewire. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shifted perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the success success episode of the success shift. There we go. Tongue twister to start. Today is Thursday. Um, I'm very, very uh, excited. I'm full of energy today. Every day with a newborn is a learning curve, steps forward. Um, obviously, I'm talking about that quite a lot at the moment because. You know, I've just got it, my first child and it's exciting and it's full of developments and it's full of uh, new experiences for both myself from a learning um, state, from uh, finding different perspectives on a lot of things in life, finding different ways to handle situations. Uh, also just blowing my mind the capability of a human brain and how little ones can grow so quickly and develop and the things they learn. Sorry. Yes. Hello. Sorry. I just had, uh, I've just got opened the Kajabi site as well. So I'm doing two at once and I've just got some people um, jumping in over that side with discussions. So don't mind me. So yesterday I'm extremely grateful for the ability to observe and to just watch a human develop and grow so quickly it's it's insane and it's definitely got my brain ticking over about how we as adults um kind of slow down our adaptability and our change and that's kind of what i want to talk about today but before we get started chuck your gratitude into the chat um i'm very much in awe kind of of some of the research and stuff i've been doing in relation to the human brain and um, just quite a lot of its capabilities today so we're going to go a little bit more sciencey, I guess, or a little bit more deep in that direction, but we will get started in a second. Like I said, chuck your gratitude in the chat so we can maybe go over some of those, share as a whole. Just going to check over here on the other side. Okay. I'm very grateful that my husband made supper when i was late home from work last night oh isn't that nice it's always nice to come home to a nice meal and my my partner's been very good at cooking lately she's gotten into some um routine with the little man and helping make meals and have him join the kitchen so i've been very very fortunate to have a lot of meals made for me and it's always nice especially if you can come home to a nice cooked meal all right 
If we've got no more gratitude, we'll get stuck in today. Grateful for cuddles with my kids and then I can be their safe zone. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I, like I said, just going through this process of becoming a father, it's crazy how how much a human can just be completely at your mercy, really like so in need of of you. And yeah, as you said, the safe zone. I definitely feel that my son, you know, obviously at five months, six months old, they're so vulnerable to the world. And um around you they are just blissful and happy and you know comfortable i'm grateful for provision and moving forward and coffee <laughs> nice i've been that's the one thing i've tried this month so what i do personally and i tried this last year and i didn't go too strong but i'm going to try it again this year is each month of the year i try to add on a new habit stack so trying to better yourself and this is actually sort of segues into what i want to talk about today and it's change and for me, I've always been the kind of person who will change completely, change like seven, 10 things at once and go hard out for like two months. And I can drop kilos really quickly and I can get in shape and I can rid myself of all my old habits and bam, I'm just this new person. But after like two months max, like maybe a month, I fizzle out. It just gets exhausting. I kind of lose my momentum. I lose my energy. I lose my focus. And what happens is all these other habits start creeping in bit by bit. And I've done this on and off um, for a few years now. And I was speaking to someone at a gym when I was, um, when I, I went to one gym when I was in New Zealand for about six months and I was speaking to a personal trainer there. And she said that I do have rhythm and cycle, but it's just on a bigger scale. So I go and I go three months on and then three or six months off and then three months on. And I thought that was okay. So I lived comfortably like that for a while. But as we get into this pattern of trading and consistency and compound and all the stuff I've been learning over the last few years, I realized that that's from what I want in life. And this is just for me. This isn't the best way to go. So what I've done starting last year was I tried to just compound new habits. And so rather than going all out at the start of the year or going, right, that's it. I'm going to start a 75 hard challenge and I'm going to stop this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to add into this thing and we're just going to completely change. What I did was I did one small habit that I would make a change in for the first month. Then come the second month and I'd add a new habit. And then come third month, I tried to add on a new habit. So over the year, I've completely changed 12 very, very common habits of mine and switched the old ones of bad habits to new ones. And now last year, it worked really well for the first three or four months. And then... Um, I moved house and we had a baby coming along and just the, the year was chaos. And so I unfortunately didn't hold through for that. But what I'm doing again is trying it, trying it again this year. And so my first change for January was it's all about discipline. So I just wanted to run one kilometer every day and 10 push-ups. And that 10 push-ups has very quickly moved to 100 push-ups a day. And that's what I did for the first month. And now the second month, I noticed that what I'm doing is I'm sort of substituting my dopamine hit of drinking because I used to have a, a beer um you know every second night or so and then i realized i want to try and change that for health substitute so that little dopamine hit of sitting down having that beer has now switched to coffee which i never used to actually drink coffee until i met my partner but my the reason i tell you this is because now my next one uh, that i've done is switching coffee so now i'm trying to switch coffee for water and so what i want to do is just over this month just really focus so i've kept my discipline for january and in february what i'm doing is i'm switching coffee for water to try and bring that routine into place and then the next month i'll be adding on another thing and what it's probably going to be is a, is a mobile phone um cleanse in a sense i i'm often on my phone flicking through scrolling doing all this switching you know as i remove one dopamine um 
inhibitor, I, I, I replace it with another one. So I have found my addiction to the phone increasing. And so what I'll be doing next month, which is sort of in the plans now, is to set my do not disturb from before I start trading, which is 2.30 in the afternoon for me, until I'm really set into my morning at 8 a.m. and then leaving my phone in my office over that night. So I've actually got a few hours in the evening where I'm just fully focused and present with my family. But my point here is that I'm just slowly trying to add one thing on top of the next and layering these habits so that, you know, over the course of the year, all the bad habits that I used to have have hopefully been switched out with new habits. Now, I love my morning coffee so much. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that's what everyone has to do. I'm just saying this is what happens for me and this is how it works for me. And I want to share this with you because I've found that going all in and just making all these changes makes me burn out. And doing little baby steps and sticking with it through that. And I'll tell you what, the last week or so of my running, I found really hard because this was my usual burnout phase where the new habit would come in and then I'd fizzle out and then I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm going to go back to my old habits. And so this transitional stage is really important for me to stick through, have that mental fortitude, have that discipline in my mind, have that willpower to stick with what I'm going to do. And just baby stepping things makes it a lot easier. There's been times where I've gone, oh, I really don't want to go for a run today, but I'm like, ah, it's only one kilometer. It's literally five minutes around the block. It's nothing. If you can't do that, you know, you've got some serious mental strength issues that you need to check. So that's my way of making the bare minimum, the absolute must, and then just stacking onto those things. And I just found it quite fitting that you brought up coffee. And that's the one thing that I'm changing at the moment. So I thought I'd share that with you. Now, the reason I talk about all this change is because one thing that I have noticed a lot, okay, so why is trading so damn hard? Why is it that something so easy can be so difficult and so many people who want to get rich quick fail and give up? And from some in-depth thought and for some research, I came across this concept of humans' ability to change, adaptability, and neuroplasticity. And what we often do when we go into a job, for example, you will have studied at school, you would have worked, learnt a set of skills, you know, math, science, whatever it is, all through your schooling system. And then over time, you would have found out what sort of suits you and what you're good at and sort of lent towards that. And I know in year 11 and 12, for me, you choose your subjects that you're good at, and then you sort of go into a career. So over a 12, 13 year period, you have been slightly molded to things that you're good at, things that you... um you know, you've been learning over time that you've developed on, that you've gotten better at, and then you go into a career. And now what we're doing in trading, we are taking stuff that you do not get taught. Like the concept of entering a trade and understanding some technical analysis. Yeah. Okay. You do get taught that sort of stuff. Um, and, you know, it's a learning process, but it's only a small aspect of what trading actually is. But what we really need to focus on and what I'm focusing on a lot more is the trading psychology, the emotion, the understanding yourself, the understanding your response to certain things and what I call on-chart behaviors. And that is a whole new process all in its own. And learning yourself and learning your emotions and learning to dive deep and understand yourself and all of these things that come along with trading psychology, these are things that you aren't taught. Yes, there's a certain few people who get taught this and you know, hooray for them. It, it makes life a lot easier, I believe. But the majority of us, these aren't things we're taught. These aren't completely new concepts to us. And we have to completely switch our way of learning. And it takes time and it takes a process. 
But we don't realize that the first 15 years of our life have been brought up with a subset of skills that are going to help us into the majority of things. However, all that 15 years really doesn't have much connection to the subset of skills that we need to really push forward in trading. So you're going, okay, I want to do something that I have no pre like preempted training for, and I want to do it, most people want to do it in three, five, 10 months. And if they can't do it, then they want to give up. Because they're like, oh, I can't learn this. This is too hard. I'm, you know, I'm not able to learn these things. And most of the stuff that we're learning in trading psychology and in emotions and, and all that, um, all the parts that go into that, they're mental stuff. They are new processes. They are in-depth psychological aspects that you need to learn. So unlike going two plus two equals four on a bit of paper and having question answer, we have to do almost like writing an essay about, about ourselves and trying to delve into the deep aspects of us. And far too often I see people when they're learning these these kind of topics and trying to figure out themselves, they don't give it the time and the repetition. Now, I want you to think about the gym. This is the easiest way to give this representation. When you're at the gym, you go, you lift a weight. Maybe it's five kilos. Maybe it's 10 kilos. You do one, two, three. And then you're exhausted. You come back the next day. You do four or five. Okay, then you come back the next day. You can maybe make 10. And then you can add some more weights on. And then after two, three months of continuously pushing these muscles, breaking the fibers, having them reform, what happens is you build the strength. And then you can go back to the gym and that first weight that you could only lift three times, you can now lift 20 times, whatever it is. Over the course of three, five, 10 months, you build up this core strength, you build up these muscles and you can use these for whatever you want your muscles for. Now, we have a thing called neuroplasticity in our brain. And this is the brain's basically, it's an ability to change, reorganize and grow different neural networks. And so people will listen to a podcast or they'll listen to a concept about mindset or they'll listen to, I don't know, me talk about their core values and they'll listen to it once and they'll go, okay, that's core values. And they'll put it in the back end as if they've learned that skill, they've learned that ability, they've gone deep enough to understand it. But that doesn't work in the gym. So why do we expect it to work for us in our brains? Now, what neuroplasticity is, is basically the brain's, like I said, ability to grow and reorganize those um, synaptic connections. And the way it does that is in response to stimuli. So we can either have like drugs, for example, exercise, uh, a very enriched environment with knowledge, but it takes repetition. It takes consistently doing these things to create these new synapses. And what the brain does is over time, and I'm, you may have heard the term um, neurons that fire together, wire together. And what that is, is a bunch of different connections when you're doing a new habit, when you're learning a new skill, when you're going in depth and trying to learn more about yourself or learn an emotional difference. Over time, you're building up these new synapses and you're rewiring the brain. And it's very possible and easy to do that. But it takes time. It takes a process. It takes trying something and failing and learning and just going over it again and again. And even though it's not a physical act or you're trying to put in a new habit, you know, you're looking at something more emotional, you're going through trauma, you're, I don't know, trying to find your core values, you're redirecting your beliefs, all these things that are internal. We struggle to find the necessity for repetition. We struggle to find, um, I guess, the desire to go over the same things. And I mean, chuck some ones in the chat. If you've ever maybe read a book, and someone was about to quote something to you 
or give you a, a paragraph and you go, oh, yeah, I've heard this before. Check someone's in the chat if you've ever done that and kind of dismissed it a little bit. Yeah, so I, I know, for me, I used to do it all the time. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I know that. But what we're doing is we're shutting out one's ability to give us a different perspective. We're shutting out the opportunity for us to learn it in a different way. Now, yes, you might hear it and you go, yep, that's exactly what I was expecting. But there'll be that one time where you hear it and go, oh, shit, you know what? I didn't actually think about it in that way. And what you're doing is you're kind of reconnecting a bit of the map in your brain and you're trying to, you're connecting dots that you haven't really found before. And what this can do is it can just broaden your horizon and broaden your knowledge and open you up to new opportunities and new connections. And I know for me, sometimes I've been reading one thing about one topic and then I'll read something completely different about another topic. And then someone else out of nowhere will say, oh, did you hear the da, 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 X, Y, Z? And I'm like, oh, no way. That means that's connected to this. And it just comes full circle. And all of a sudden, I've made this loop and a bunch of different connections have been made. And I have this much further grounding in an understanding of that topic. So where am I going with all this? Well, when we want to learn a new skill, when we want to come to doing something as grand as becoming a successful profitable long-term trader where we can sit at our desk and trade for two hours and make the millions of dollars that we all have the ambition to make. We have to understand that this is a process that's going to take time. This is a process that's going to need intense learning and change. And we are not going to be the person that we are today to be like the person we are today is not going to be the person that's going to make that level of success. And what lots of people don't understand is the change they're going to have to go through. Humankind decided through an evolutionary process, now I'm definitely paraphrasing a lot of this, that rather than being extremely inept at a bunch of skills, we are going to have the incredible capability of adaptation. And you'll see lots of animals in nature, and I think I was talking about this just the other day, that like a horse, for example, Within minutes of being born, it knows how to be a horse. It can run, it can walk, it can eat, it knows its mother, it's following it around. Um, But humans, they are basically useless once they come out of the womb. Within the first three weeks, I think all it can do is just cry and not even hold its own head. Now, this is a sacrifice we've made to not have these hardwired skills because we have the ability to change and evolve and grow and take every bit of information from our environment, build on it and create our own thought patterns towards the information we've had and thus come out with extreme advancements in technology. We are not the strongest animal on the planet. We are not the fastest animal on the planet. We're definitely not. I think there's other animals that outnumber us tenfold But yet we have come together. We've taken years of the stuff that we've developed and added onto it. We we don't just start afresh. What we do is we go, oh, what has my past done? What has my predecessors built? What is the knowledge that I can obtain? What is the knowledge that I can build on it? And how can I open up my perspective to take in as much of this knowledge as I can and change and grow and develop? Now, we've done this over hundreds of thousands of years. But... What's incredible is the day and age that we live in now today is that you can sit online and learn everything from all over the world, from a bunch of professionals, from the comfort of your home. 
and you can learn things quickly and you can learn things effectively. Now, obviously, your ability to learn and take in knowledge and rummage through all the bullshit that's out there as well, that's a different skill set in its own. But my entire point here is that change is literally what we are made to do. Change, adaptation, neuroplasticity, it is all key aspects for our ability to grow and develop and become whoever the fuck we want to be, really. You just have to put in the work. And so when someone tells you something and you've heard it before, listen to it again with open ears. Listen to it again with your head on the side and maybe listen to it again facing the other direction. Who cares if you've heard it a few times? Try and find a different perspective. Use it as a key aspect to open your knowledge to something else. It doesn't matter if you've heard it once. The more you hear it, the more the neurons in your brain are going to fire together and eventually the more it's will become natural and your ability to actually take on new information and change will become easier. I've been trading with Teresa on her strategy for, I don't know, nonstop, almost every weekday for almost 18 months now. I still have moments where charts come up and I'm like, oh, I don't know this. Can I please have the information, Teresa? I'm asking her questions. Other people will ask questions in a way that I've never heard them ask before and it will still open my mind rather than going, oh yeah, I don't need to listen to this. I've heard all this before. I go, okay, how can she explain it in this way? What was your question? You've got a different perspective from me. You're made up with a whole bunch of different experiences in your life to view the same situation as I'm viewing in a different light. After all, that's all we are. We are the amalgamation of all our past experiences compiled onto each other with a bunch of emotion, depending on our perspective, creating the identity to who we are right now. This gives us a different perspective at the same situation. We can all look. We have almost 100 people looking at the same chart at the same time yet the results are almost always different. Why? Because we are different and we have to accept that. And we have to understand it. And we have to go through the changes and give ourselves the time and the energy and the effort to make the changes that are required. If you're sitting at home and you're trading and you're looking at the charts and you're doing the same thing over and over again and you're not putting yourself out there, you're not trying to change, you're not trying to grow, you're not trying to adapt, you're not going to the point where your brain feels like it's about to explode or melt and going, why? And then trying to build it back together, then you're not going to get the change and the, the speed of, of growth that you're after. The harsh reality is if you want to become successful, you're going to have to fucking change in some way. Now, my brain has gone to melting point and reformed itself multiple, multiple, multiple times. And I can guarantee it's going to do it multiple, multiple, multiple times on my journey. And even once I have succeeded to the level that I want to succeed to. I believe it's still going to get to that melting point where I go, oh my God, this doesn't make any sense. But what that is, that is my brain getting to that point. The same with the muscle fibers breaking. It's like, okay, this is almost too much for me. My brain needs to rebuild it and figure out what the hell is going on. Same with the muscles. They break. They come back stronger. Failure is the most data-rich piece of information that we can ever come across. So do not be afraid to fail. Do not be afraid to try. Do not be afraid to change. Become capable of adaptability. Allow our incredible ability of neuroplasticity to take effect, to change, to do its thing and rewire. Don't get so egotistical where you go, I don't want to hear this again. I'm done. I know the answer to this. Or I've seen this before. Because as soon as you do that, you're basically sacrificing um, your ability to learn a new lesson. And even if you've heard it and don't learn it, less than that time it's just going to reinstate the fact that you do know what you know okay now there are two ways to change the brain it's called functional and structural differences one comes from 
you know, moving a function in the brain, which I found super interesting. And one comes from actually changing the physical structure due to learning and due to repetition. And there's a thing called synaptic pruning, which is basically where um, your brain cells adapt to the changing environment. So the more that we, um, and I talk about this thing called four environments, but not right now, but basically we got to make our internal environment as best as we can and just keep adding the information to it over and over again if it's the same thing if it's the same concept from a different person um, what your brain will do is it will start to pick up the information that it's using and start to prune away different skills or different stuff that you you're not using anymore so maybe the the lyrics to the songs that you was singing when you're a teenager might whittle away as you get down the path of um, really in-depth psychological analysis of yourself and your emotions. I don't know what it would be, but I know that I used to know all the net songs, all the lyrics to all the songs. And uh, there's been a few of them that I've gone, ah, oh, damn it. I'm starting to forget them because I believe my brain is doing some synaptic pruning new term that I'm, I'm going to be using um, to pick up new skills and get rid of old. Okay. So I hope you've found some value in my little rant on the brain and the ability to change and how we need to allow that and not be so stubborn against it because it frustrates me when I see people who want help and they want to change and they want a different life, but all they do is go, I've seen that, I've done that, no. <laughs> it's like, well, don't come asking for help if you're not going to accept it. Um, and I've had a few instances of people come out to me directly and ask for guidance and help. And I tell them things and they just go, oh, I've done that. I've seen that. I've done this. No, no. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe you look at it again from a different point of view, because from the way you're talking to me, it doesn't sound like you've actually fully understood that. Um, and that ego of going, no, no, I get it. It's just, it's really just a kick in your own teeth and it's going to stop you from really making those changes. All right. Just having a look at these chats here. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's have a look at, sending me stuff through the links i'll check that out in a sec um all right well thank you everyone i'm going to wrap it up there after my little rant oh sorry there we go um yes i'm going to leave it there after my little rant on the brain hope you can take some keynotes away from that for now go through your why your trading journal go through your um trading rules, all the above, all the things that you should be going through every single day, make it a habit, do your affirmations, make sure you're going into the trading session with a clean and positive mindset. And I will see you on the charts to all the traders that are joining us. I will see you in a couple of minutes on the trading call and to everybody else listening on the podcast. I love you, but bye for now.